Yeah, rollerblading is just so cool. So how long were you into rollerblading? You said you were really into it for a while. Rollerblading? Yeah, you were just talking about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I was really into it from like age... Nine to like, I mean, I'm 38. I'd say 30, <laughs> 32. You know, no, I um, I I would play like street hockey on rollerblades when I was like a. That's kind of the like only a, acceptable way to rollerblade. Yeah, it was fun. It was like fucking brutal anarchy. Uh, they would just fuck each other up, and I was like a fat little kid. I couldn't skate backwards, so like everyone would just like blow past me. It was horrible. But, you know yeah. what's really whacker when people try to like do tricks and shit on those little scooters? Um, yeah. uh, you know, I'll tell you what. One time I went down to the Maple Shade Skate Park in New Jersey, and there was some kids like busting out like backflip tail whips on Razor scooters, and I was like, "Damn!" It just—it's so fucking stupid, though. Like, mm, it really is because it's the easier version of skating or BMX or something. So it's just like, dude, if you were actually that good. You do. It's like, oh, he looks really cool. He's boxing a toddler. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that does look cool. <laughs> yeah, Speaking it kind of it kinda looks cool. And it's like, look how tough he is. But yeah, look what he's fucking doing though. Like, how hard is it to make the thing jump and flip when he's got a handle? I mean, a backflip's hard on anything. I'm not saying that's it's true, easy, but it's still never going to be that fucking cool. It's like the broke dick version of skateboarding. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not. I would never say it's as cool as skateboarding, but that kid was shredding. Yes. <laughs> All right. I mean, BMXing, I think, is the far more dangerous sport. It's heavier. It's heavier, right? There's pedals whipping around. Your mm-hmm. nutsack is in total danger all the time. All the time. Nutsack's always in jeopardy. Yeah, what about yeah. those wild people doing all that shit on, like, dirt bikes? That's that crazy, too. Wild. You go so high, they go, They're, like, 100 feet in the air. <laughs> but, whoa, disconnected from dirt bikes and then grabbing. I was like, dude, what if you, like, just don't grab me? You're just going to fall to the earth and die. <laughs> that, is some, that is some wild shit, man. Those guys have balls. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't have balls after all those falls. Maybe. Maybe they just pummeled into nothing. Yeah. I had a roommate in college who was real into motocross and shit like that. And he is... Um, his wrists were like fused, basically. Like he had very limited mobility in his wrists. Oh man, because he, like, of broke like his so many all times? of like you know he would come up short on like jumps and shit and just oh, fucking God. mash his wrists. Like, <sighs> yeah, um, it's worth it though, man. It's totally worth. It's totally worth. It. I guess. <laughs> So I don't know. Like the Eagle, man? Yeah, come on. But if my kid was like, I don't ever want to do baseball or soccer again. I just want to skateboard. I'd be like, yeah, go for it. I don't give a shit. I'm the I'm breaking the sports wheel. You know? I mean, skateboarding is a great sport. Um, yeah, you know, like Fran was saying earlier off the mic, like, you never see him land anything because it teaches you to fucking just do something over and over and over and over and over again until you fucking get it. It's hard, man. Is that is that something you want to teach kids? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is really not going to be as cool as you think it's going to be. Perseverance, I guess. You can edit it down and people will only see when you succeed. <laughs> There's some kind of uh, life lesson there, I think. Augmented reality. But then you got to have the bail video at the end and you got to learn to laugh at yourself like Otto Rocket did in that one episode. I do follow some like uh, morons and idiots getting hurt type things on Instagram. And the vast majority of them are, are skateboarders. Who look like some of them are like, oh, that person's dead. Like that shouldn't be allowed to be like. Yeah, yo, I hate casual. Yeah, I don't like when uh, like someone like I'll I'll like watch him do like fly off a ramp and like land on his ass and something silly or even painful looking. But sometimes like, (laughs) oh man, that guy just like flew down a cliff. Like where, where did he go? where did he even go? You know? Like, yeah, we just saw someone enter the spirit realm. Uh, So I'm not really interested in this. Yo. That reminds me, I saw this video once, maybe you guys have seen it. It's like a first person, it's like people wearing GoPros on their helmets, right? Um, And so you're just like in one of these people's GoPros. And it's like a line of people with those like flying squirrel suits, you know? Mm -hmm. You ever see those? A wingsuit. A wingsuit. Bonkers. Wingsuits. And these motherfuckers are just like in line, they're just jumping off a cliff. And, like, they fly for, like, so long down this cliff. And it's, like, really cool. And it's, like, the first-person perspective because it's the GoPro on the helmet. And you're, like, looking around um, and seeing, like, you know, 
what it is to soar like a bird. But I swear, <laughs> man, there is just for a moment you see one of these motherfuckers like on the ground in this video, and like nobody, I, nobody's saying anything in the comments about it. But like, pretty sure there's a dead man in this video. Just like, <laughs> and you guys want to see a dead body? Wait, like one of them, or they just came across like a dead? Yeah, body? like they're they're wearing like very brightly colored suits, and there's like just like a spot of like bright colored fabric like <laughs> crumpled on the ground Whoa. that you only see for like a second and i'm like damn is somebody dead in that fucking video? i mean the mortality rate of those Freaks things must be like 50 percent oh uh, i see think it's really high flying out of airplanes and they're like weaving between like skyscrapers and shit like the margin for error is zero like if you make one mistake, there's so many things that can go wrong. And if you make one what mistake... like your arm gets tired and it like folds against your body dead. and then you can't you're get dead. it up because of the wind. You misjudge one distance or height and you smack into a building. I mean, there's so much fucking shit. And how do you land those things? I have no fucking... you just like grown a circle? Like, oh, gradually? you know what? No, no. Eventually, eventually they pull a parachute. I guess that yeah. would make sense. Um, yeah. Is that called base jumping? No, base jumping is when you just like let go of your parachute. Like, you have like a crumpled up parachute, and you just like jump and let go of it. I think that's base jumping. I think it's yeah. It's just when you parachute and, like, from lo- a fixed surface. Yeah, and like, I, generally yeah, pretty like low heights compared to like what you would jump from. I mean, because I'm doing a quick Google search. I think wingsuit is like like you said. I think that's the term for that shit. Base jumping death is estimated to be. One death per 500 to 1,000 jumps. Wow. Which okay. is high. So like 0.1 to 0.5 of a percent. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a significant chance you're going to fucking die on that shit. Fran, you remember that one time we were watching fail videos and there was like, you know, kid getting hit in the nuts and then like guy under a motorcycle, like it takes off and like, you know, like runs over his stomach and he's okay or whatever. And then there was that one... Where these people were parachuting out of a plane, and another plane, and plane hits hit that it. plane at the exact same time, and it's That's just like wild. Yeah, I yeah, was just it, thinking of that. Yeah, it happens so quickly, and like it's this person's camera, like on their head, like Joe was saying. But like they look back up at the plane, and there's two planes engulfed yeah. in flames. The plane just they just away. jumped out of is on fire, and like, <laughs> yeah. man, it's really fucking nuts. Yeah, like, someone was... had to die. I mean, I assume someone was flying that plane. Like, you don't survive plane crashes. It was so it was so rapidly cut in with all the other things where it was like, what? Well, wait a minute, <laughs> that was like that just like you know turned it up to eleven. So I just went to uh, wingsuitfly.com and they have a page titled "Death Risk." Nice. <laughs> Responsible of them, I, I, I suppose. Death risk. You yeah, might. I'll send it in the call chat to you guys, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to die if you do that shit. <laughs> Listeners at home, don't do that shit. Skydiving, I guess, is pretty safe. Play role-playing All that other shit, stuff. though, fuck it. Role-play jumping off of something. Remember when, um... Not Vanessa, but, um... Fucking, uh... What's the older sister in Fresh Prince? Her fiancé died bungee jumping. Remember that? Mm-mm. That was really sad. Sam, you sad. have, like, a big Hillary. smile as you're saying that. <laughs> yeah, that was really sad. But then she was, was available. Well, it's like the most. It's like the most nineties. Hillary, Hillary's Hillary's fiance. And on the show, we're in real life. On the show, it wasn't sad. It was funny. <laughs> she she was sad. That's like the most nineties way. It's like what's the most extreme way that someone could die in the nineties? Like bungee jumping. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was too. He was making a proposal video. So it was on video That's awesome. of, her, of him proposing as he bungee jumped, and then he just dies. That's a pretty intense in thing video. for uh, comedy. <laughs> Fran, when you edit this, yeah. can you add in that sound bite for us all? Of that, that clip? Of, of, of him dying? Yeah. Uh, if I can't find it, I'll just reenact it. Yeah. yeah. When you marry me. Oh! And then mm. I'll add some splatter noises. It'll be great. Everyone will love it. That's what's going to push us over the top to our get us our third listener. Yeah. <laughs> big time, big Wait, time. Fourth listener. Whoa, who's the third? Well, jo- well Josh, this guy Josh. Ain't me. Well, who he the fuck listens. is Josh? Josh, Josh has been listening since the beginning. I totally forgot about him. So there's Christian, Carol, and Josh. Okay. Those are our listeners. Yeah, where, where, where is he been? Uh, he's, Yo, Josh, uh, he's what a, up? He's a Kurt's been, keeping, Kurt's been keeping you to himself. 
I know. I wanted to release. I wanted to. I wanted to have the big announcement on the fourth season. <laughs> He's been with us this whole time. Every time we post anything, or I'm like talking on the internet about doing a podcast thing, he's always like, "Man, I really hope this thing happens and that thing." And I'm like, "You've actually been listening to every episode." So I'm going to say, "Word up to Josh." I know Josh. probably six people who have listened to every episode. Well, every episode, I Dude, can't name yeah. these six people you're making up right now. I'm not going to name them. Na- dox, them. dox them. I want their fo- first, middle, and last names and their addresses. Naked photos. Phone numbers, social security <laughs> numbers. F- naked naked photos. Give me the whole thing. Mm. Shout out to Kirill for all his dope illustrations. We love those when you send yeah, those to us. It's Kirill. true. Thank he's, you. He's real good. I'm glad that you work very far away from your home and have to take a train and draw Does he live in Finland or something? Uh, Belgium? Belgium, Belgium, I think, right? If you lived in Finland, I was going to be like, yo, I'll hit you up. I'm going to go over there and check out some saunas. They got a big sauna culture oh, in Finland? Like big, oh, hell like, yeah, dude. It's like the, the, the sauna capital, man. We, I was just in, in Portland visiting Kurt, and uh, my wife and I, we checked out two hot springs while we were there. Kurt and his family came to one of them with us. They were real nice. They were cool places. The, the one, Umquas, cool. is kind of famous. Um, that one was mm. fucking dope. It was really cool. Dick pics. Yeah. My definitely my ass in a lot of people's photos. My yes. ass, your photo. <laughs> Check out these bones. So you guys want to do a podcast adventure thing? Not really. Yeah, let's play this fucking game already. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Base, <laughs> base jump podcast. Let's just fucking pivot hard. Maybe uh, Christian, Kirill, and Josh could just take over for us. Yeah. I actually. I mean, spoiler alert. I am in pre-production for another podcast. I'm not cheating on you guys. What? Yeah, I'm so, not cheating on you like guys. You Pre-production? What does that even mean? Uh, we're we're basically coming up with the format, but we can cut this. Fuck this. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm nope, gonna nope. Un, I'm gonna unclap. <laughs> okay, fine. It's uh, the idea of it is called comment chuds. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dude, you just, this is just a podcast where you can say the N-word and then blank it out every so often. No, we would never <laughs> say the N-word. We would never um, blank it out. Well, how can you how can you have comment comment chuds without the N-word everywhere? Comment chuds is basically we just find amazing internet comments on uh, you know, YouTube videos, oh, yeah, Fox News that. articles, and uh, just discuss them. And we're gonna have a very complex rating system of how many Oakleys. Is this a five Oakley, you know, wraparound, you know, comment? Yeah, is it a wraparound? Is it full mirror? And I got the idea from a Reddit page called Pornhub Comments. And <laughs> I've seen that one, one, of the most, <laughs> one of the most genius things I've ever seen is this guy who comments on porno videos. <laughs> and his username is I've lo- is I've lost my parents. <laughs> and the comment is like, I've, has anyone seen my mom? Like every time, it's just so good. Just so My friend, a friend of mine, he got real into like fake Yelp reviews. And, oh man! And he he wrote like a novella over Yelp reviews, where nice. if you were that's cool. Yeah, he he uh, he actually got interviewed on NPR about it. It was a kind of weird <laughs> story, um, where he made up like this fake character. Um, who was like an aspiring writer and he did all the shit and like if you clicked on his profile you could like piece together all of the Yelp reviews that were hit that's it, it, awesome yeah it was kind of weird but it, uh, it worked Pretty out neat. wow I want to read it do you know the username uh, his name was Doxum it was Carl was the name he posted under but Carl I don't know Carl Hormlin I bet you could find it it was my friend the, the Gregulator the Gregulator yeah oh from your um, internet Wrestling, uh, yeah, yeah, sport? one in the same. Oh, cool. So, gentlemen, you're descending. You've pushed through the doorway. Um, you have just killed Mikey Jr., Tutterelli, and Professor Strickland, as well as several members of Philadelphia's finest. Really, for for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> for a, some kind of vague reason, you have tread down this path of destruction. Um, I before, mean, to be fair, we did talk to Yobu for upwards of ten minutes. Actually, only one. Did. None of you even met him, other <laughs> other, other than Randy. It was the only one that even I, met. I had Yobu. a good reason. I was going to get those fucking uh, those those spectacles for uh, for Carl. 
you know, just to be his buddy. I think that was sure. actually to pay to pay off that debt that I have with him. I owe him. <laughs> so I was I was gonna get him the fucking spectacles. Sure, that sure. was my whole thing. I take it but back. Tottarelli starts fucking talking all this stuff that sounds like pretty plausible and like kind of you know. You can't argue Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. Beyond plausible, like inarguable. Yeah, inarguable. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so Tutterelli presented some info about the Mummers, that they're like actually like evil wizards who are casting a spell on Philadelphia every year. That is the Mummers Parade. It's, I just wanted to hear more about that. I don't know why Kurt had to go and stab him. Listen, I know him. why I'm here. I'm here to um, stabby, stabby, help grabby, you guys. Grabby. To help you clowns in exchange for information that's going to help me complete my current mission for my boss so I can get back to shopping and uh, hanging out and going to nightclubs and, you know, doing the stuff that I like to do. Planning planning an escape room. So wait. Yeah, I don't like being on the job and every moment we're on this job is a moment I don't like. So that's why I killed that kid. We should probably stop bringing him around so much, Carl. Hey, um... What's your angle with with killing him again? Me? No, um, Kurt. What's Kurt's angle? Did his DM that, have... that that was the goddamn mission, wasn't it? Well, yeah, the mission was to kill the guy to get the the location of the of the spectacles. Um, but I thought I don't I give thought... a fuck about the spectacles. I know. I'm I here thought... for the information you promised me. I thought the deity. What? what? Oh, you were going to get the spectacles? Jesus Christ, no. Kurt. <laughs> We were we we enticed him to come along so we could give him information about the Leo door. Oh, the door to the other door to the underground, and now he already found another one. Wow, way to go! Yeah, but I still want to know where the Leo door is because, like, I don't think we're building an escape room on Penn's campus. Well, you're not going to be building an escape room. As maybe that might be a spot. I mean, you've got a market <laughs> built right in. Yeah, yeah. It's a better spot than my house. <laughs> Or is it? On next week's episode of this game, I'm just kidding. so you guys are, are you're walking down this kind of wide wooden ramp, um, old, thick, wide planks um, descending into not total darkness. There's some dim light, kind of just like radiant. You're not really sure where it's coming from, illuminating the area a little bit. Um, you're also surprised to find a decent amount of plant life down here. There are some smaller trees. Uh, which makes you think that you've descended a little, uh, a good amount underground. Um, there's uh, kind of weeds growing up from between the wood. Um, you very much have the feel of being in like a park kind of in Philadelphia. Um, as you get to the bottom of the ramp, the wood comes to an end. And now you're walking on some grass. It's uh, more open space than a corridor that where you guys find yourself. And looking around, uh, do you guys have a, a light source? I suppose you have maybe some flashlights, some cell phones or something. There is I some dog light. eyes. Oh, yeah, I guess you can probably see werewolf, man. Demon. I don't know if I can see in the dark or not. Um, uh, do you think you should be able to? Probably. Let's say, yeah. Uh, let's say in devil mode, yeah. In human mode, no. I think that seems D- fair. DMX says it's dark and hell is hot, which I always assumed oh, yeah. he was talking about hell, so... You know, hell and yeah. demons and stuff. And yeah, you don't think they're hell. unrelated? Like, it is dark, period. Hell is hot. You know, know knowing <laughs> enough about him, I would say it's probably completely unrelated. Yeah. X gonna give it to you. So you guys get to the bottom of this ramp, and you're kind of in a wide open face. Feels like you're in a park, looking around on the dirt at your feet. Uh, you notice what is uh, unmistakably uh, like hoof prints around. Oh, I wonder what these hoof prints are from. Let's keep it moving, boys. Let's what? get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I hop on my four-wheeler and just rip down the... Uh, the I rough ride uh, away. No, yeah, I just keep going. Uh, so I made a custom move for moving around the underground. Um, oh, sick. So uh, you're going to... One of you should should lead the way down here, and you're going to roll wild. It will count as a faction move when you do it. So you can check wild when you make the roll. Uh, I don't know who wants to do it. Carl, Carl, you're out in front. Or He's the only one that can't see in the dark, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can take the lead. That's fine. If you take the lead, do we get that bonus? Yes. 
Right? No. Well, that's it's only, only, when, it's only you're, when I'm that's acting only when you're reckless. Being reckless. That's an, and it's a bonus to armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a one in wild. Oh, you, uh, oh, you're just, oh. <laughs> I thought you were just rolling. I got a one in wild. Am I wild? I'm wild, right? No, you're knife. Fuck me. <laughs> I don't have that written down anywhere. You I'm wild. It says it right, it says it right underneath your... your picture on the page that has the drawing. Oh, a member of night. Just see too many words. Too many words. You don't get you don't get like a bonus for rolling your own faction. No, right? you'll start with a higher number in it typically, and that's like the yeah. advantage you get. All right, I got a one. I'm 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 taking the lead. Take the lead. All right, dude. so don't forget or, to check check wild when you do it. Uh oh, fuck my ass. That's five. Five. So you uh, stumble off into the darkness, sniffing around, trying to find some sense, trying to find something um, that will lead you somewhere. And you don't really want to say it, but it looks like you've become lost in the underground. Piss. Oh, Shit. You're kind of wandering around in the darkness, um, getting deeper into it. More vegetation popping up. And from time to time, you do hear some city noises. Some moonlight is kind of shining in from some cracks above you um, at parts where the, the ceiling isn't quite as high. You also see like the remnants of some structures, some brick and wooden kind of walls and things that have been collapsed. It's almost like an alternate bizarro version of the city um, that kind of exists down here. Um, so you're wandering down one of these passages trying to sniff out a route, something familiar, something to lead you on, um, when a voice comes out of the darkness. Echo gave it to you. What's going on, young blood? And then, like, the moonlight shines in. Um, you see two dudes, two, like, young black guys on horses. They both... They, oh, it's these guys. I love these guys. Uh, <laughs> the, the famed black cowboys of West Philadelphia. Hell yeah. <laughs> they both have sidearms. They've got, like, Glock pistols um, at their side. They're wearing cowboy hats. Wait, are these real people? Yeah. yeah you don't know we... about them? I don't know about them. Really? There's, a, there's some horse culture in, in Philly. Yeah, in West Philly. The black cowboys of West Philadelphia. They're like a real thing. <laughs> oh, that's great. This is phenomenal. There's like a long-running like equestrian program and like polo team for like kids in the city. It's really cool. They don't actually carry guns, you see. What Fran's doing here is making them legitimate cowboys. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm doing is, ma- is I'm making them like a modern Philadelphia version of the Sagittarius sign. Uh, mm-hmm. What's going on, young blood? Fellas, oh, hey, you fellas uh, look like you're a little bit lost. Yeah. What brings um, you down you here? Some... Uh, both of them are, they're kind of lean back in their saddles, but they've got their, their hands on their, their side arms. Well, uh, you know, we were just uh, trying to get, uh, just get around the city. Uh, and... We're not, with an ugly uh... mug like that, I see why you're trying to stay hidden. What you running from? Just a little trouble uh, uh, at Penn, you know, with those college kids. Fucking college kids. Yeah, they suck. They're annoying. They're creeping further. They're creeping further and further west. I remember when me and my posse, we could ride all over West Philadelphia, go all the way down to the mm-hmm. river. Now they tell us they don't want us down there. Can you believe that shit? It is horse they, shit. They call whoa, it University whoa, City. The what horse the fuck shit. is it? <laughs> is that? I'm sorry. You're stepping in some right now, young blood. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you are, in fact, stepping in some. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call it University City. It's like they want to have their own city. They want to keep everybody out. It's fucked up. It's terrible. Yeah, sometimes we feel the same way about this little turf we got down here, though. Well, I'll tell you what. We're just passing through, and I hope that's okay. Where are you uh, headed? Well... Where are we going? Could South you point Philly? us to the uh, the Leo door? We don't want any trouble here. Leo? Why should I tell you where Leo is? Why shouldn't you? Because it's kind of funny to watch you stumble around in the dark here. I, I just kind of squint my eyes at him. <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, we can try to find it ourselves if that's uh, how this whole thing is kind of going. They They look at each other, then look back. And you guys, what you got for us? Gonna break us off something? Could give you this taser. 
It's pretty powerful. Pretty fucking Could cool knock- taser, if you ask me. <laughs> Could knock a man out. And I uh, give it a little... Show him it works. Why don't you roll your heart? It's good for prodding cattle, too. <laughs> Damn, I got a 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice-looking taser. Yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take I, uh, I'll take that. I piece. work for University City. You want my badge? I don't want it anymore. I work for Penn. You want you want this badge? Sure. I don't need I, I toss it to him. He looks at it. What are you a fucking pig? No, no. Not anymore. He took he took that off a pig he killed. He's I don't know why he's lying to you about that. We just killed like three cops. Oh. <laughs> Yo, why didn't you fucking say something? <laughs> I didn't know you guys rolled like that. We ain't cops too. He throw he throws the ID on the ground and the horse like crushes it uh, un- under its hoof. And we don't want any of that shit around here. So you killed some pigs, huh? Yep. We tore one apart. We ripped another one's head off. I bit one. And then I walked just straight bit. All right. Now we're talking. And I beat up a college professor. I threw one through a plate glass window. We stabbed one through the heart. Sounds like you boys had yourself a night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did. Anyway, so is that a fair trade, Taser, for some directions? And a couple oh. of dead cops? For a couple of cop killers, I think we can call it even. Well, I'll tell you what, though. You are far away from Leo. Well, you yeah. know, we... we just, Leo's all the way fine. down in South Philly, isn't it? He looks at his boy who nods. Yeah. You're all the way. You're far west, my friend. But if you want to get to Leo, I can point you in the right direction. Well, you know, we just got to get out of, out of West Philadelphia. Well, we'll get you there then, huh? So he uh, he sketches a little map, shows you a way you could take if you want to to get to Leo. He also marks uh, Aquarius and Gemini on the map as well. Oh hell yeah! Where are they? Based on his map, Aquarius looks like it's uh, Boathouse Row. Oh, we gotta go there. Gemini looks like it's Chinatown. Sick. All right, well, thanks a lot, fellas. Maybe we'll see you around sometime. Yeah, maybe you will. You be careful next time you stumble around the darkness, though. You may not find someone as accommodating as me and my friend here. Yeah, you. Apropos to that, you got uh, you got any advice about whoever's hanging out at Leo Gate? There's some nasty big fucking cats down that way. Hmm. You think we'd have better luck at one of the other ones? I hear Gemini can be pretty friendly these days. Right, maybe we'll go to Chinatown. I want to buy a, so- a, a, a sword. Samurai <laughs> sword. You look like the type. One of them crazy white motherfuckers who like them swords. You like all that You like all that samurai shit? I yeah, I got nunchucks. I got size. Yeah, my, I got all that cool my boy here thinks he's ghost dog. He's into that too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that movie is good. I'm just gonna say it. I never saw it. Did the RZA make that movie? Yeah. No. No, he no. just made the he soundtrack. He made a lot of soundtrack. Yeah. Forrest, no, good, Forrest yeah. Whitaker's in it. That movie's good. Yeah, it's a Jim, Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, it's it's good. Jim Jarmusch. You got any? You got any like uh, <laughs> DVDs of Ghost Dog or anything you could hook me up with? Uh, all I got is his DVD of Next Friday. No, I got that one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm a fun all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, uh, let's get on our way then, boys. Thanks a lot. Hey, what's your fellas' names? I'm Akabir. Makabir? Akabir. Well, nice to meet you. Yeah, what's your name? I'm Kurt. Kurt? I'm Kurt. You don't look like a Kurt. Yeah, you know, people always tell me that. You always look all- so bugged out? Uh, nah, not all the time. Just in, uh, just in cop mode. <laughs> cop killer mode? <laughs> yeah. You know, when I see a cop, I get like... Better you than me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you guys just keep on doing what you're doing then. All right. All right. Well, catch you later, Akabir. They watch as you guys, uh, turn back the way you came, uh, which is all, all of the, uh, entrances they point at in your direct... They point it out are, uh, back the way you came. So they've drawn you, like, a rough map that you could certainly follow to get to one of those locations. It's not super detailed, but it's uh, kind of general directions. Yeah, are we going Gemini in Chinatown? I guess that's probably the safest one. 
Yeah, it's what they said, right? I kind of want to go to Boathouse Row just because, you know, just because I like it there. You've probably spent a lot of time there, huh? Yeah, I've spent a lot of time there. I was a rower for eight years in Philadelphia. Eight years? You, wow. did high school. you did high school and college? I did high school and college, yeah. My greatest achievement was a silver medal at the Dad Bale Regatta in the pair. Wow. You rode a hollowed out pair? <laughs> no, the pair is... Um, it's not hollowed out. Is a, it's a two-man <laughs> boat. You sit on top, where you sit on top of it. You drag, each you rower has one ground. oar. Each rower has one oar as opposed to the double where each rower has two oars. Huh. And uh, there's no coxswain. It's just two dudes. And, Sounds uh, like there's two coxswain. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's two cocks in it. There's Ew. two cocks in it. Uh, and uh, it's 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 uh, the most it's it's the most finesse boat there is. It's the hardest to balance. Hmm. And that was your specialty. Um, it was just because we didn't have a deep team that year, so uh, we decided to prioritize the pair. Typically, like the bigger the boat, the more you prioritize it on a team. You know, like so, like the pair isn't the most competitive event. It's still competitive at the Dadville Regatta because you know. It's the dad so you're, you're trying to tell us that it was you against yourself in a strange boat and you won the silver <laughs> silver medal. I don't understand what you just said. I think said. he was racing against other people. Yeah. It was, it was so it was so uh But yeah, I li- I did like I liked rowing the pair a lot because uh because it is such a finesse boat. You got to be real good at just rowing and not just like hauling on the oar. Cool. All right, so uh, with these Leo Gemini, if we go to Boathouse Row, I could do this for two more hours. I could just talk and talk Aquarius and talk. Aquarius maps. Uh, you guys bid farewell to Akabir um, and his little cowboy scene that he's got going on in West Philadelphia, and turn around and make your way back into the underground. Uh, so where do you guys uh, want to go? Um, and you notice it definitely became like kind of more wild more naturey the further out you headed from where you came in definitely a reflection kind of what's going on above ground uh, where you would first come in near like that carriage house ramp there was definitely signs of like civilizations coming out like remnants of structures and things like that and there's certainly less of that where you are now yeah let's get let's just go to aquarius and boathouse row yeah Eh, that doesn't make any sense we'll get there eventually let's just go to chinatown it's closer to our destination and um okay Cool. Gemini. Gemini. All right, so uh, if you want to use that map to head there, you guys can make another roll um, to navigate the underground. You can get a plus one to that roll using that map. Actually, why do you take a plus two? This game gives out more generous pluses. Who wants to uh, make the, the wild roll? I'll make the roll. Uh, I got a 10 plus two, a 12. A 12. All right, you can choose two from this list. You get to where you are trying to go. You avoid trouble and detection, or you come across mm-hmm. something unexpected. Oh, boy. You guys want to go with the wild card? Obviously, I'll take the first one. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's take the wild card. So you want card. to avoid trouble? And it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get trouble if you don't pick that. Or do you want to come across something unexpected? I think we'll come across something unexpected. I love it. A little spicy. Okay. <laughs> While we're walking, though, before like we get into it, I, I just want to talk a little bit to um, to Carl. All right, so Carl, mission's complete, dude. Um, and you were going to give me some info. Wasn't it about one of these gates? It was. You earned it. All right, so spill the beans, my dude. We got, you know, before all this horse shit happened, you know, Randy and I found a Leo gate in Whitman near his house. What you know, what he considers a house. You know, it's underground. Smells like cat piss. And I, I give him the uh, like the. Well, exact- what do you mean? What he considers a house? I haven't been to his house. And he just kind of lives in like a abandoned lot. It's a dugout foundation. <laughs> oh, it's a dugout foundation. It is. There's no building there. No. no. Well, they're starting to try to build one up, but I keep ripping down their permits. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. So what, this door This door is in the basement in that foundation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Hmm. Whitman, that's kind of a it's kind of an up and coming area, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Real estate agents are starting to say names like Whitman about it and shit. That means uh, there's some money. <laughs> they're, inventing, yeah. they're inventing a neighborhood there. Yeah. yeah. Whitman Willows. <laughs> oh my god! I saw a sign at fucking Broad and Pass Young today about like about Newbold. I was like, I remember when they started calling like the narrow strip between like 16th and 15th, like Newbold. I didn't know it went down that far. That shit's fucking goofy. I think PBC, the brew, like Philadelphia Brewing Company, actually invented Newbold. I think it is on like very old maps, but like nobody's called it Newbold since like fucking yeah, you know, since the 20th century began. I mean, not to sound like an old man, but when I first moved to South Philly, like there really were no neighborhoods. The only neighborhood that yeah. kind of had a name was Pennsport and Queens Village. Yeah. But that's a little further north. But like everything was just kind of like South Philadelphia, Gray's Ferry, kind of, and then like Pennsport. Like everything else was just. Yeah, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what Whitman is. I think I would think it was Pennsport. No, if it's, you took me it's there. if you continue in Pennsport, but then you pass Snyder, it's Whitman. Pennsport's where all the cops live. It is. Pennsport is kind of like the blue. You know, like all the fucking Blue Lives Matter, all that shit. It's the only part of South Philly that's really like that. Everywhere else is all yeah. fucking immigrants. It's all fucking people with Italian grandmothers or they're Mexican. Mm-hmm. And then you get over to mm-hmm. Pennsport and it's uh, kind of different. Anyway, so yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So the Leo, the Leo door is around there. Now I got this nice map. So that's great. That's very useful information. And it's an empty lot, huh? Yep. Well, hmm. well not... Not exactly an empty lot. Uh, it is my home. I think we've been over this before. <laughs> yeah, but nobody, nobody, nobody really lives there. Well, you would think right. that by the words "empty lot," but in yeah, reality, yeah. it's where I live. But you don't get your mail delivered there, so don't, you don't really live there. I'm kind of like a wolf man. I don't really pay any <laughs> bills. I don't really need mail. Great, so you don't pay any bills there, so it's not your place. Understood. Well, cool. it's also, maybe, by that same logic, not your place, or going to become your place. I've become very attached to this hole in the ground, we'll call it. I mean, it does look like it's been purchased at some point. There's a name associated with those permits. Randy. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Those oh, permits wait. don't exist. Yes. And they're... Fuck, I wrote that down. They're just uh, out of sight, out of mind. What was the name? Fifth Street LLC. Fifth Street LLC, right? Yeah. That's come up twice? Twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I understand, uh, Randy. You know, there's a lot of places in the city that I'm very fond of that I don't live at or have any stake in or any ownership or claim to, and <laughs> I just like to be in those places. And, you know, sometimes I'm allowed to be, and that's nice. But anyway, let's keep it moving. Um I'll tell you what, uh, this was a... Thanks for including me on this mission and uh, for the info, Carl. You got it. You know, maybe we can work again together sometime. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So you guys uh, move right. through the darkness. You actually go pretty uh, close to where you initially came into this area. And you're able to find like a much more narrow pass- passage um, that's taking you what you presume to be east. Um, and dropping down a little bit, you can kind of hear the sounds of flowing water, the river nearby, um, and you come to a spot that's got like a little dock. There's a little, uh, there's like a, a paddle boat, one of those two man with the pedals. <laughs> dock. So we're looking, we're like looking at like an underground version of the Schuylkill. Kind of, yeah. And so you're at one side of it, and in the far end you see a dock. There's a couple more paddle boats over on that side. Hey, uh, ferryman? No. How's it going? Can we... There's no ferryman. Oh, I thought you said there was. Sorry. All right. Well, you guys want to take one of these boats? I guess we kind of have to. I get in one of the boats. How many are there? Just one? There's just one. And it's a two-man, but you could certainly all fit in it. Two guys will have to do the pedaling. The third person gets in. He kind of lays low in the water. Maybe takes on a little bit. But certainly doesn't seem like it's in danger of sinking or anything like that. And you guys, uh... Oh, here's a weird question. Do do I ever change back from being a werewolf if I'm if I'm in like a weird twilight dimension? Yeah, I was just uh, thinking about that. I think you're you're probably starting I'm to change. About back. that too. Sp- probably starting to change back at this point. 
What is that? Ow. We haven't seen you really change back yet. How, how does that go? Oh, I just, uh, I, yeah. Uh, feeling much better, guys. I just scream and scream, scream some more. <laughs> and then suddenly there's a flabby, big-titted man with no clothes on hanging out with you guys. Just the oh. band of a band of the sweatpants with the elastic oh, waistband. <laughs> I'm so Jesus. I I think down down here in the in the in the under in the underworld, uh, it's really fucking with my wolf sense. Um, but no, the boats sound good. Uh, so I'm so sorry that I don't have any clothes. Does anybody have a change of clothes? Hmm. Um, I got I got some sweatsuits at my house, but uh, that's really gonna come in handy right now, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I um, you know, I have my uh, all my pen gear over top of my normal clothes. Oh, so I just I take it off. <laughs> so and you take it off your regular clothes and then put the pen gear back on. <laughs> you keep the no. Pen I, gear. I give I give I give uh, Randy my pen gear. Woo! Now I now I'm pen's number one dad. Way to go. So you guys pile into the the paddle boat and make your your way across this uh, expanse of water and dock on the other side. There's a little passage that leads further in. And now uh, it's taken on a very different feel now that you've kind of crossed the river. Um, the walls are, it feels like you're in like a, a septa concourse, kind of tiled all over the place. Um, a lot of them are chipped and broken. You hear a lot more city noises than you did before. Um, so you're like underneath the city, but you do get the impression you're kind of in the, a separate space. So you're making your way um, around, and it looks like you're getting to be towards the Chinatown area, assuming everything matches up above ground. Uh, but before you arrive at the Gemini location, um, you do see, you spot it, um, kind of slumped against the wall. Um, at first you think it's a bum, kind of like you'd see in a, a, a train station, subway stop. Um, as you get closer... You're not sure if this body is alive or not, or even if it's male or female. It's slumped against the wall in like a seated position, head lolled to one side. Hmm. As a precautionary measure, I take my snub-nosed revolver from beneath my left breast and hold it at the ready. Like this, like under your own chin? (laughs) (laughs) You held your hand under your own face. I'm, I'm ready for anything. It's a bad angle. You're like <laughs> die tonight. How's that? Better? Okay, you pull out your gun. This body, this person, it's about 25 feet away, slumped against the wall. I hate mm. goddamn homeless people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's kill them. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we just like all shoot our guns. <laughs> If we all hit him at the same time, nobody really murdered him. It's <laughs> <laughs> empty to clip into him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if it's a, if you guys do it at the same time, it's a third of a murder, and if you round down, no one killed them. Yeah, that's, that's like point, that's dude. like ninety days in jail, if that, if that, if that. Is he on? Is this thing creature person? Is it on in our path, or do we? You can, we have to. It's go not out? blocking the path, but it is the way you were going. Um, as I'm walking by, I go, "Hey, uh, hey, Mister, you okay over there?" So you get closer, speak some words as you go by. No response, and you can see now it's a it's a woman. Um, looks to be about middle aged, dressed. Even though it's like, it's not very hot underground, but it's been a scorching hot summer, and this person. Has on like a heavy coat, big boots, um, like a goopaline. You'd like that word. Uh, like a knit hat. <laughs> okay, I remember you taught us that before. Goopaline. Um, and the skin is extremely pale. Almost lifeless. Almost. Yeah, Carl, don't don't talk to her. Come on. Is this person a vampire? Uh, you don't think so. But it'd be hard to say without... Uh, Further investigation. Why don't you uh, go over and ruffle her hair up, make it real messy, see what she does? I um gingerly touch her foot with my foot. Oh, footsie, good call. It's stiff. You move it, but it's stiff, um, and there's definitely like some cold energy coming off of it. We could use her as a boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
could. That's not how dead bodies work. The two, yeah, you could do could. the yeah. two man pair. <laughs> but you would just go in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> I raced myself and got silver. Yeah, Carl. Uh, why are you why are you talking to her? I don't know. I mean, you don't really. We've seen two other people down here. Uh, if it's just a dead body, I just accept it as a thing of the underworld, and I uh, turn around and walk back the way I came. The way you came, so you're not going. Yeah. You're I'm not going. gonna. Oh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna like. I mean, back to the group. I'm not gonna pursue okay. this. I suppose right. there's no no response from this uh, overdressed middle aged woman. Well, that's just stupid. I mean, we could easily loot the body. I loot the body. Sure, you go up to this thing um, and you touch it. Skin is cold. It's got like bluish blonde hair. This woman. Um, once you pull open the goopaline to search. Um, uh, like the search under the goopaline, oh, she could have oh, gold. Oh, yeah, boo! I keep all my good shit in the goopaline. Um, the the blonde hair comes out. You search the person, and the it's remarkable how cold um, the body is. And you search it. You find some cash. You find a small pistol, and you also pull out what at first you think is a septa card. Um, but then you look at it and you're like, oh, this isn't a septa card. It has like different symbols on it. Ones that you're unfamiliar with. It's like blue and green in color. Um, and it's got like a strange pattern on it. Hmm. I pocket that. I leave the cash and whatever the fuck. Sure. And Ca- I put her cash back. Cash has no use in this world. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't need that. Uh, I put her back like, uh, how much cash was it? Uh, $70. Whoa! And a and a and a bag of cocaine. (laughs) I don't know. Whoa! All right, I give the cocaine and seven pounds of cocaine. (laughs) No, like a a small small bag of blow and some crocodile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I take the seventy dollars and and uh, the septic card. Um, and I uh, I say. Hey Kurt, uh, they got she's got a little bit of blow on her and maybe some crocodile. Uh, maybe that's something you're interested in. I don't know. I'm not making any judgments. Yeah. No judgments. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, it, yeah. Sa- it sounded like something you'd be interested in, like a lot. Yeah, um, I that, that's just part of my lifestyle. I love cocaine. That's that's fine. I'm not like I said twice already. I'm not judging. It's you. just part of my lifestyle. Okay? It's good. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I actually encourage it because I think you're you're just the coolest guy I've ever met. I I just like to party sometimes, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. I'm really really pumped about how you are just so awesome. Wait, have we made it to the boat yet? Are we going to some boat? We already passed the boat. Oh, I thought we were going to go to the boat. I'm sorry. Randy, Randy, we rode in the boat. Don't you remember? Oh, we already Randy, went on the boat. You okay oh. there? I guess now, this is what, fucking with your dog senses. When I come down, when I come down off of off of all those wolf highs, I get all weird uh, for a little bit. Just give me a... I'm getting right, right back into it. But you should do that crocodile right now. I want to watch you do it. I'll tell you what, you keep the crocodile, I'll take the blow. <laughs> I'm not really interested in the crocodile, I'll be totally honest, uh, but I'd like to watch uh, somebody do it. Maybe if we stuff it up this lady's nose, she'll come back to life. What do you think? Uh, not interested, personally. Just try it. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Here's the bag, just try it. Just stuff it up her nose. No, nah, I'm fine. Thanks. Randy, don't you want to, um, you know, learn everything you can about this strange new world we find ourselves in? Not particularly. <laughs> I think the $70 of this weird septic card is pretty cool, but, uh, you know, you can yeah, learn. Maybe Crocodile yeah. brings you back to life in this strange reality. <laughs> what is Crocodile again? <laughs> it's, a, it's a synthetic opioid that, like, <laughs> fucks you up. It rots your body. Oh, like You shoot yeah, it into your arms and it like... just turns into, like, sinews and, like, fucking squish. <laughs> it's big in Russia. Yeah, that's the one... Oh jeez, yeah, that's the one that is like flesh eating. Right? Yeah, like that's Ooh. crazy. If you would listen to Fiasco, Joe, it was a major part. <laughs> it was the, yeah, it was it the was major part of Fiasco. <laughs> I'll listen to it tomorrow. That's crazy. Crocodile. Don't get Terrible. burned out. Start with episode two and just listen to two and three. 
I had no idea that we took a 10 minute break and I'm probably just like mumbling and playing guitar. You are, yeah. You're actually not mumbling much, but you're definitely just like jamming away. I, cause I was like, all right, I had three, I had one day to edit three episodes. I'm like, all right, I'm not listening to him. Just gonna fucking, uh, I should have. But. You always should. Oh, whatever. So it sounds like you guys are uh, moving past this body. You've looted it. You're leaving the crocodile, taking the blow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so you yeah. continue on a little bit more, and it's now uh, much more winding, quick turn passages. The guy, uh, Akabir, had given you some instructions on when you got here. Laugh bright, turn when you see this. Um, and it's definitely, you're in like underworld, underground Chinatown here. Um, you see some big like gold ornamental dragons and lions um, at a couple different places that mark like intersections. Um, and after a couple Ooh. more turns, you find yourselves at like a very like ornate golden door with like red stripes going down on it, some Chinese symbols on it, and then uh, like one of those kind of like sliding window uh, type things, uh, you know that from from the other side of it. And then there is a, a very ornate door knocker. That is like the knocker is a uh, vagina, and uh, or the mount is a vagina, and the knocker is a penis. You pick it up. Bang that way. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm going to skip all that and just try to open the door. Um, there's not even a handle. You push on it, it doesn't open. Okay. Do we, do we think this is the Gemini door? Uh, yes, and there is the in etched in gold ink. You do see Gemini, the twins, etched on it. Jeez, Carl, mm. don't be such a homophobe. Just fucking touch that dick and slam it into that vagina. Yeah, I slammed that wiener into that coochie. Yeah, right into the knockers. Which is strange, because usually that means boobs. Hit them walls, boy, yeah. But it's a vagina. It comes to life in your hand, suddenly you're jerking off this big fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what I, I wanted to happen. Yeah, get it, girl, yeah! And it flies into your mouth. <laughs> oh, I just I just go to town on that thing. Yeah, you love it. You, yeah. you guys watch. Um, He blows it for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Um, and we'll end there and we'll pick up right with a blowing in the next episode so uh, you knock on the door um, it's a little more quiet than you expected it to be um, and then the little door on it slides open and you see the face of an Asian woman on the other side who are you? what have you come for? No, we're just trying to get into Chinatown we're just fuck. we're just trying to get into Chinatown here hello yeah, we're in underground Chinatown. We want to get to regular Chinatown. Have you come for fantasy or favor? What does Shit. that even mean? Oh, man. Fantasy or favor? Well, we got a damn go. riddle. She, and she, she definitely looks over at you, Kurt, um, and sees like your state as a weird insect person. You definitely need fantasy in your life. <laughs> well, I'm working right now. Maybe, uh, Maybe when I'm off the clock, huh? But for now, can we just uh, be on our way and and pass on through to regular Chinatown? So you, oh. you need favor, then. I guess that would be a favor, huh? This is starting to, to make sense. We use the penis knocker into the vagina. I think we're in a weird we're in a weird bathhouse. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Let's go favor. Favor. We're here for favor. I will let you pass, but I will rem- I will remember your name. In your face, and when I need something, I will call on you. Just him or all three of us? All three. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know what? You know what? We're all we all we all finished the job, though, didn't we? We did. Maybe uh, maybe we should relax a little. Maybe we should go with fantasy. What if it's a nightmarish you know? hellscape from which there is no return? <laughs> we I think we earned. Uh, everyone needs. We earned a little R and R. Relaxing time. That's a fact. We've been working hard tonight. Take a load off. Or a load out. Is that what you're trying to say to me, lady? Listen, I don't pay for it. I get it for free in places that you don't even need to know about. So, I'm going to take favor personally. Thank you. Let's let's go. Let's just have a come little on, fantasy. Come on. Hey, come on now. Come on, Randy. This is some fantasy. Just a little fantasy. No, this is getting weird. Everybody's getting really weird right now. Not me. You're about you to see how weird I'm going to get. <laughs> Come inside, gentlemen. 
She's, I follow her. The door, the, yeah, the little too. door up top closes, and then the larger door opens up. Um, and you see this woman. She's like an older Chinese woman, um, and wearing like a, a silk robe. Um, she's got a lot of makeup on. She looks uh, very fancy, presentable. And behind her, there are two doors. You missed it. She smells you, Randy. Oh, you smell what? like you smell like wet dog. I, that's because, uh, miss, I am a wet dog. <laughs> what is your name? My name is Randy. My name is Randy Baskerville. Oh, fuck. And now you know my name. <laughs> and you've seen my face. Damn it. Randy, I think the exit you seek is right behind me on the right. You'll find oh, yourself okay. in Chinatown. Enjoy your day. Well, thank you very much. I uh, will now take my leave. I have to go home and feed my dogs. They are very hungry. And I have to probably rip down a notice that is posted on my building saying that they are going to build on top of my building, which isn't really a building. It's just a hole in the ground. I'm sure you understand. Yes, I doubt there's very little I will need from you in the future. But if I need it, I will call you. I will find you. I will gladly help you, ma'am. And please have fun with my friends working them over. And I will hear all about it probably very soon. Thank you. So she opens the door to the right behind her. um, And there's a set of steps that lead up to the street level, Randy. It's very bright. You now owe one favor to her. Her name is Ying Ling. (laughs) No, Ying Ling. (laughs) Mother of Christ. (laughs) You gentlemen are more courageous, more adventurous. Come with me. Come with me, gentlemen. Can you clean yourself up at all? She's talking to me. Yeah. And actually, she's um, talking to both of you. Yeah, I let down my demon form. And turn into the attractive young man that you are? Yep. Oh, much, much, much better. So she leads you uh, upstairs into a nice room, some couches, silk curtains, tapestries. Um, it smells really nice. There's some incense burning. Um, there's a nice poo-poo platter laid out on the table. It's got everything you could want in it. Um, no jokes. Those things are amazing. Um, she uh, sits you down, makes some small talk. Clearly, she's not all that interested in where you're coming from. She's kind of being polite for a moment. And then she bangs a little gong, and a door opens, um, and eight people walk into the room. Men and women of various builds and looks. She looks at the two of you. Something here that interests you. I go right for the poo-poo platter and start <laughs> I rub my genitals all over. <laughs> this is all mine. Excellent, excellent choice with the poo-poo platter. And you? Um, Perhaps hungry for something else. Some crocodile. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I walk over and, and I'm, I'm looking at... Um, is there a muscle man there? There is. I'm going to look over that muscle Big man. Big time muscle man. I think I'm in the mood for a muscle man yeah. tonight. He looks like everything you'd want him to look like. Mm. How about him? Excellent choice. So she gestures uh, to an area and the guy kind of puts his arm around you um, and leads you into another uh, smaller room, but not tiny. It's got uh, a bed in it, couches, a shower area, and then on a table um, in the kind of near the center of the room, it was like a, a tea service. Um, and he goes and pours two cups of tea. So, uh, what do you like about me? What'd you think when you saw me? I like your big, tough muscles. You know, I like a strong man like you. Yeah, you do. Why don't you drink some of the tea and you're going to experience something you've never had before here at the Gemini Lounge. Yeah, what's the deal with this place? Is this uh, some kind of psychedelic tea I'm about to drink? Oh, you don't know about this place? No, film me I just figured you knew what was going on, what you were getting yourself into. I think it's better if you don't know. You're in for a wild ride. Is it dangerous? Why don't you drink the tea and we'll find out together. And he looks into your eyes and he takes a sip of the tea. All right, I drank the tea as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lock eyes with each other um, and sip tea. Then your vision starts to get like a little hazy and a little blurry around the edges. 
Um, and you kind of like, not black out, but it just like narrows. Your vision narrows. And for a split second, you can't see anything. And then it gradually starts to widen your field of vision. And you are looking at yourself. And you realize you are now somehow inside the body of this muscle man. Who is going, who is going over to the bed and presenting you with your own anus. Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa. 